Oppenheimer, Schweitzer, Boxcar Willie. And that's why today we're especially sad to announce that Chris has in fact been found certifiably depressed. Hi, I was wondering if this was the same Chris T who does um, the radio show. Because um, if it is, I think your show is really great. Um, but if it isn't, um, I'm sorry to have bothered you. It's a fabulous disaster. It's a symbol. Metaphor. It embodies the dementia of a nihilistic generation. He's a star. I know how to talk to people. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. What sort of talk is that? Modern talk? While we're waiting for our next caller, we'd like to remind you folks calling in to well, keep your questions within the boundaries of good taste. Threaten me again! I'm a bunch of pussies wearing masks! You are not sleepy or tired, ever. I don't know about that. <sighs> hey, it's me, Chris T, here uh, in my very own store, That Cave at 106 Partition Street. In the town of Saugerties, New York, under Pop Vintage, run by my cousin Jen, just upstairs. And the uh, store's been here since Black Friday, opened last November. It is the craziest thing that I've ever done. It's way, way, way outside of my comfort zone. Here's my comfort zone, and I busted out of it a long time ago. I know what you're thinking. Hey, Chris. Those are really neat sound effects of cars racing. Where'd you get that? Oh! This is actual uh, recording by me, an actual recording by me, of my commutes on the New York Thruway, where everyone is going 90 million fucking miles an hour. Whoa! I mean, slow the fuck down, people. Would you please? Where the hell are you going? In such a rush. Several times recently, I have dialed 911 from my car to report aggressive driving. That's what you're supposed to do. And I, uh, I think I'm just gonna put 911 on speed dial. What would be a good number? Nine, one? I don't know. They're gonna start greeting me by my first name when I call. Hey, Chris, how you doing? Yeah, sure. Aggressive driver, what is it this time? An Audi or a BMW? Friends, it's always one of those two. If it's not a Dodge Ram, as in ram this thing up your ass because you're moving too slow for me. 
Or a Ford F-150. The F stands for fuck you. Or uh, one of them uh, Silverados. Whatever the hell that's supposed to be. I was coming back last Sunday from Socrates, heading to Weehawken, New Jersey. And I'm in the left lane, and I it's a 65-mile-per-hour speed zone. And um, I'm doing above that by a good 5 to 10 miles an hour, maybe a little bit more, 8 miles an hour. That's my comfort zone. I feel okay, like, between 8 and 10 miles over. After that, I start to get a little nervous. I'm going to get pinched. And despite uh, not having unlimited minutes on our cell plan, I always open up Waze, W-A-Z-E, because uh, if there's cops up ahead, you'll hear, police reported ahead. And then I know. Now, I hear there are still radar detectors made. And uh, the douche that came up behind me in the left lane with the BMW, the late model BMW, which I reported as a two-door, it was actually a four-door. So I apologize to uh, the New York State Thruway Authority people, whoever the hell answers the phone. When you're on the thruway, dialing 911, 911. So they pick up and I say, hey, I want to report an aggressive driver. I got this BMW who was tailgating. And I mean, that old joke about you look in your rearview mirror, you could tell what the driver had for lunch. You could see the chives stuck in his teeth. That's how fucking close they are. They're inches off your back bumper. And their their demeanor basically says, get the fuck out of my way. You're, you're, you're slowing me down. I got important places to go. I got people to see. I got things to do. And I don't need you in your 1994 Mercedes-Benz E320 slowing me down, motherfucker. Now... My good friend, one of my best friends, perhaps my best friend, I was telling him this story the other day, and he said, just move over. Just move over. And in my mind, I'm like, no. No, I'm not moving over for this prick. No. So I did the ill-advised thing. I pulled up even with the car in the right lane, and I just hung out there. Let's just hang out here for a while while douche behind me Gets all frustrated because he can't do 110 on the New York Thruway. And we hung out there. Some minivan in the right lane. We hung out there doing 70, 75. Not, of course, not fast enough for the BMW driver. Uh, Many years ago, Sweet T and I, on a trip somewhere, we came up with bowel movement worker. For BMW, we were trying to st- say, what does BMW stand for? Somehow we landed on bowel movement worker. It doesn't even really mean anything. I don't know what it means. But it seems apropos. So this BMW is j- up my ass and up my ass. Wants me out of the way. It's doing everything but flashing its headlights. And I'm just keeping even with the minivan. And then it goes around me, and it tries to pass me. It tries to sneak in between the minivan and me. And there's not even a car length. He's just going to move over in the hopes that I 
hoping to avoid damage to my vehicle or just gonna move over to get the fuck out of his way and I'm like not this time buddy so I floor it and this car despite being in 1994 it's pretty fast right they built this thing to do 120 miles an hour all day long on the Autobahn Bon 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 on the Autobahn the speedometer on this car goes to 160 right it's no slouch Takes premium unleaded fuel, 93 octane. And when you floor it, it goes. I start speeding up. And I look down at some point, I'm somewhere between. Honey, if you're listening to the radio right now, sweet tea, would please. If you're listening to the show, just can you turn it off for a minute? Turn it back on in about a minute. Thank you. I look down and I'm somewhere between 90 and 100. And I'm thinking. Oh, I hope these tires are rated for that speed. Oh, boy. And then the minivan that was... It might have been a different minivan. A lot of minivans out there. I'm not sure if it was the same minivan, but this minivan that was in the right lane suddenly moves over to the left lane, and it's going much slower than me. So now I have to slow down quick, fast, and in a hurry. And then what happens next? The BMW, of course, goes past me. I mean, I have it all on a dash cam. I wish I had had time to put the dash cam footage out there so you could see it, but I didn't. I'm very busy. I'm a busy business owner now. And then this guy proceeds to make, and I counted them, he proceeds to make seven or eight lane changes in the space of about 30 seconds. He just goes south down the throughway, going zip, 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 zip. And meanwhile, there's a lot of people out on the thruway. It's a Sunday. Everybody's coming home from their glorious weekend in the Catskills or the Adirondacks, wherever the hell they were. And there's not even a car length between people. And he's just going zip, 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 zip. And I'm thinking, you piece of human shit. Who the fuck do you think you are? See, that's what rankles so much. What rankles so much is they, they're just putting it right in your face. They're just like, fuck you, I got a BMW, it goes fast, fuck you. And I, I, I know it's terrible. I, I, I don't, don't even know if I should say this out loud, but sometimes I think, gee, I hope I get down the road and it's crashed. Oh my God, or pulled over. And I'm wondering out there, if anyone knows, call 760-422-5528, 760-I-CALL-AV. This is the car show edition of Aerial View as the big Sawyer Motors car show pulls into town on Sunday here in Saurity. Takes over all the streets. Not really, two streets. Takes over Partition Street and Main Street. 500 plus classic automobiles your hot rods your stocks your bonds whatever they got you know old guys in cars guys with white goatees uh, who have finally gotten to the point where they can drop 50 grand on a on a on a car I always wanted a 63 split window Corvette and now I have one that kind of thing guys in uh, ill-advised clothing 
Hawaiian shirts, but they're not Boogaloo boys. They just, they just like Hawaiian shirts. I don't know. This is uh, the HoundNYC.com where you can hear Hound Howls every Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, followed by Crashing the Party, do up Chop Chop of the Air with Mark and Miriam. You're mine, and we belong together. I sure hope there's a Christine at the show. A 58 Plymouth Fury. That'd be cool. So I didn't see the BMW crashed. I didn't see it pulled over. I didn't have that satisfaction. That prick just made everyone's life living hell for a few minutes while he zip, 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 zipped down the throughway to God knows where. Had to get to his big developers meeting. Whatever the hell he had to get to. Number here is 760-422-5528. 760-I-CALL-AV. It happened again on the way here. This week. I came up on a... On Thursday morning, early. I, I couldn't sleep Thursday night. Ended up getting up at like 4.45 in the morning. 5 a.m. Knew I had to head up here the big uh, weekend and I said let me just get out of the house early get on the road early get an early start at this and I was I was on the road by 7 a.m. this time it's the Palisades Parkway and it's an Audi it's an Audi two-door late model brand spanking new and this guy, I mean, the Palisades Parkway, I don't even think is uh, 65 miles an hour. I think it's 55. And I'm in the left lane. And again, I'm doing my comfortable 8 to 10 miles over. And here comes this Audi right behind me. And this time, I, I don't do what I did last time. Because I'm not speeding on the Palisades Parkway. I'm not crazy enough. Because, you know, there's there's a, a portion where it's New Jersey... And then you get into New York. But there's troopers all along. There's New Jersey State Troopers. There's New York State Troopers. You are going to get nailed. There's no doubt in my mind. I've seen people pulled over on that thing. And I don't want to be one of them. I'm not risking it. The throughway, I feel like somehow... Maybe I'm misguided about this. This is a little bit more wiggle room, as they say. Oh, that would be a great name for a bar. Note to self. If I ever open a bar, call it Wiggle Room. Hmm. Hello, Wiggle Room. Can I help you? I always like to pretend I'm answering the phone at this joint. Phone rings. I pick it up. Hello, Wiggle Room. Can I help you? Ah, that sounds more like a go-go bar, right? Forget I said anything. You're listening to Aerial View, a show that's been on the air in one form or another since 19... So thank you if you've been listening all that time. I do appreciate it. Matter of fact, a couple of days ago was the uh, fifth anniversary of my departure from the place where this show began. Over the airwaves of WFMU. And uh, I am persona non grata there now. And it was a sad anniversary for me. I had to reflect upon it. I wrote about it on Facebook. Uh, Talked about when I showed up there and and what I did there and how it led. Wrote all about it on Facebook. 
and how it led to uh, a professional career in radio. And so many other things led to a lot of the people I've met in my life, including my wife. And I wrote about it on my Facebook page. I wrote all about uh, what it meant to uh, get into radio and do it for a living for many years. And then news came to me yesterday of... uh, the cancellation of a show that had replaced the one that I was doing for a dozen years on satellite radio, and I didn't know whether to experience the schadenfreude or not. I mean, I kind of did. Does that make me a bad person? I don't know. Number here is 760-422-5528. We've been awaiting your call. 760-I-CALL-AV is the number here. Um just a moment we'll have a conversation about cars it is the car show edition of aerial view and i just want to say to that bmw driver and that audi driver who no one was going fast enough for who had to zip 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 with all the lane changes uh, fuck you that's all i want to say to this let's take a look at the news while we're waiting to hear from you good people at 760-422-5528-760, I call AV. Ah, I can't go on. I'll go on. And uh, while we wait for Godot to call, uh, let's just take a look at what's in the news. Something I like to call the upside-down update. And uh, anyone know when Stranger Things is coming back? I don't know. Those kids are going to be 35 by the time that show comes back. They were teenagers when we met them. Mere teenagers. I am opening up the digital edition of the New York Times, and you and I will take a gander at the headlines together. Uh, This bit inspired by... Who was that guy that used to open up the newspaper and comment on it? Comedian Saul... Saul something. Don't quote me. Might not have been Saul. Might have been somebody else. So here we go. Uh, Haitian officials say they requested U.S. forces to stabilize the country. Yes, someone assassinated the president the other day of Haiti. As if they don't have enough problems. And now there's like warring prime ministers. So, uh... Officials there asked the United States to send in troops to protect Haiti's port, airport, gasoline reserves, and other key infrastructure. Poor Haiti. Damn. This might be my favorite story. Uh, That went up today. Biden tells Putin to, quote, take action, unquote, on online criminal organizations. He said, hey, listen, buddy, I'm not the last fella. I'm not just going to look the other way. And if you don't get this shit right, you don't knock it off, we are going to strike back. We're going to start messing with your country. See how you like it. And then for some reason, Biden named uh, Mayor Eric Garcetti of Los Angeles as his ambassador to India. Okay. 
No one saw that. Did anyone see that coming? I didn't see that coming. So, yeah, I... I really hope that somewhere deep underground in a bunker, there's like 12 nerds doing everything they can to bring down Russia from within with their cyber tools. That's what I'm hoping for. In other uh, upbeat news, the heat wave that they had across the western USA and Canada killed hundreds of millions of marine animals and continues to threaten untold species. So, I guess my switch to seafood (laughs) to eating fish was right on time. What happens if they run out of fish? Hmm. Then what do I do? I guess I go back to the beef and the chicken and the pork. I stopped eating beef and chicken and pork last March. Uh, not this past March. It's it's already it was already a year in March. And uh, I I felt pretty good about the change. I have to say. I uh, I initially did it because we couldn't get any beef and chicken and pork because it was the pandemic. And then I just said, you know what? I don't like I don't like the way they do the the farming of these animals. I'm not down with it anymore. I can't feel good about it. Not that I ever did feel good about it. I mean, I did enjoy a nice steak. I enjoyed especially a pork chop. Oh, my God. Did I enjoy a pork chop. Did I have my share of pork chops? But not anymore. Those days are gone. Life changes. That's the thing. My two great fears have always been things will never change and things will change and here I am suspended somewhere in between the number here is 760-422-5528 let's see what else is in the news our upside down update continues and uh, the weather here has been kind of crummy but down in Florida they're having that what is it uh, is it still a hurricane been downgraded to a tropical storm Elsa, I believe is what it's called. I don't want to live where they have hurricanes on a regular basis. I'm just one of the things that I don't want to have to live through. Not even crazy about snow, to be honest with you. In the Times, you could also see how Ronan Farrow spends his Sundays. Hey, I don't think they're ever going to ask me how I spend my Sundays. Sundays, I'm here at the store now. Actually, Friday through Sunday, I'm here at the store. 106 Partition Street. Today was a rough day. I thought all day long I was going to have 75 cents in sales. I sold a 75-cent item. And um, I got a last-minute uh, sale of 30 bucks. Let's see who's calling me. Hello? Who is this? Yeah, I can hear you. Who is that? Phil, why didn't you call me on the other machine? Why are you calling me on this thing? Let me call you back. I can't do this, Phil. I can't do it on my speakerphone. I'll call you back. Hello? 
Phil? I guess I should have uh, listened to the number you were spouting off. No, you, I, you called the right number. It's I always forget oh. to uh, turn the thing off on my phone, so then it rings through the phone. It's not your fault. Oh, thank God. For once. Yeah. This time you did nothing <laughs> wrong. How does that feel? Hey, uh, it's, it's great. It's right. terrific. Hey, um, uh, I'm, I'm really proud of you for making the, the switch. I mean, I can't, I can't even believe it. I mean, most people don't go around enjoying steaks and pork chops their whole life and then suddenly stop. You know, uh, again, by... You know, originally it was not by design. It was because we couldn't get any. And then I just started thinking about it more and more. And I just thought, you know, maybe this is the time. Maybe this is the time. Take advantage of this exile and give up all that stuff. I think I ate plenty of it in my lifetime. And I'm not yeah. here to say that I there might not be a return at some point. I'm not going to be that person, but... Now that I found really good fake fried chicken, I'm okay with it because I missed fried chicken. If someone makes a, a great fake pork chop, please let me know. Yeah. Uh, impossible burgers are a perfect substitute to me. And I know <laughs> uh, vegetarians, when they listen to crap like this, they're probably like, oh my God, just eat a black bean burger and shut the fuck up. And no. I, I really don't like black bean burgers. I hate to tell you. No, I, I love black bean burgers, but I love Impossible Burgers. Yeah. They yeah. give me and, the uh, thrill of having an actual hamburger without... Yeah. And I recently I recently found in one of those, in one of those food truck courts up here in Portland that are so popular, I found a place that makes this fried chicken, breaded fried chicken that's, you know, vegan. It's amazing. It might be the Atlas Monroe product because Atlas Monroe kind of perfected a really good fake fried chicken. It's always out of stock. They're always sold out. But I signed up for the mailing list, and they alert me. And I just bought three more batches of the stuff. That's how good it is. I haven't heard of that. Yeah. I fry it, it in be- peanut oil. And uh, the the I got to say, they really... I don't know what the protein is. Don't ask me. I think it's pea protein, like a lot of other stuff. Right. But uh, it tastes like fried chicken. Yeah. What can I say? Yeah. I miss That's fried great. chicken. I miss it. So between That's that awesome. and the Impossible Burgers, I had an Impossible Burger just last night. I'm doing okay. And then I'm eating fish as well. But now that hundreds of millions of fish have died in your in your neck of the woods, I, I don't know. I haven't heard about all that. But, uh, the heat wave, uh, I was just saying, the heat wave killed a lot of uh, sea creatures yeah. Uh, yeah. in your area. You're in uh, Portland. And, right. Yeah. So you went through that northwest heat wave. Is it is it over? Is there another one on the way? What's the deal? I uh, it was it was just that weekend, as far as I know. I, I don't know of any others. Uh, I haven't been able to watch the news because there's been basketball on or something like that, and I, they haven't been showing the regular news show that I watch. So they so preempted so- news for basketball. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they do that once in a while. I, I think it's basketball. I don't know. I don't, I don't watch it, so I don't even know what it is. I know it's some initials and there's some sports thing going on. That's all I know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Phil is with us uh, on the phone at 760-422-5528. Let me uh, close the Upside Down update and get into the uh, main topic of conversation today. The, the big car show and cars in general. 
and ask you, Phil, if I've never asked you before, what is your current ride? How many vehicles do you own in the family? We have two Hondas, and before this, I owned a Honda, and before that, I owned a Honda. All right, so I take it you're a fan of Honda. Ah, uh, it's just a coincidence. Really? I no. Thought there was, <laughs> I thought there was no such thing as coincidences. But you no, like... I, got, I first got a Honda in 1989, 89, or late 88, because... My father was not a big car guy. I knew very little about cars, and I knew that Hondas did not break down. So that's what I got, and I love them, and they fit my body, and everything's great. So that's why that's all we get. So what's the Honda you're driving now? Is it the Civic or something it's else? Civic, yeah, it's a Civic. A nice Civic. Blue, blue Civic that was became popular about five years ago, and mm. yeah, it's nice. I realized the other day while going down the road that Civic is the same backwards and forwards. Very handy in a car name. Civic. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I've never owned a Honda. I, I am, uh, I was eyeballing Honda Elements when I opened up the store because I wanted something to haul crap in. It had some all-wheel drive for when it gets to be winter up here. You know, but I've been shoving things in my uh, much-abused 1994 Mercedes. The other day I actually yeah. had to go to the home depot and get some plywood cut and i ended up putting it in the passenger seat i folded the passenger yeah. seat all the way down all the way reclined and i just laid the boards from the footwell to the back seat it was the dumbest thing you've ever seen <laughs> and well, my uh, I, i'm familiar with mercedes because my father had a 76 mercedes that i did 120 in one time it was pretty scary but pretty exciting there you go those things um, will go they'll go go my go my mother had one that was, I think, 1972, so it still had that great front, the grill, and all that stuff. Very nice. And that, that was falling apart, but it was pretty cool. I like it. Well, so uh, you- let me ask you this question. Do you care about cars at all, generally speaking, or you not? You like shrug? Eh. No, I, I care about them. I, I'm interested in them. I, I like I like practical cars. I like cool cars, but I'm just not, you know, not a big big fan I, I don't follow i don't look for the next thing coming out i don't know all the specs or any of that stuff all right well uh, i grew up in a car family and it was a little bit different for us and uh, i do care about them I, I am looking forward to seeing the classic cars here on sunday but i mean what rankles me is just uh, the kind of prices people are asking for stuff that generally speaking we thought was crap uh, and even sort of mundane cars from the 1980s and 1990s are now going for top dollar, things that you would never imagine anyone would ever care about. I, I don't know what's going on out there. Phil, explain it to me. Are they really selling for these prices? or are these people Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a couple yeah. of auction sites. <laughs> one is called Bring a Trailer, and there's another one. I forget the name, but people put these cars up that I didn't even – look at twice back in the day and they're getting $10,000, $21,000, ridiculous amounts of money. And and then really nice old cars. You know what I wish, Phil? I wish the station wagon thing hadn't blown up the way it did. I wish station wagons nobody cared about because I would like a vintage station wagon. And then I think about the impracticalities of owning an old car and trying to keep it running because I did that for a long time. And I, I don't know if I want to do that again. Right. 
If the situation was different, if we had a place where I can stash some of these vehicles and only drive them occasionally, I might get an old car. But, you know, otherwise right. it, uh, it doesn't make it, any sense. Yeah. You got to go west and you get an old farm with a big barn that you can put all those cars in. Go west? We're yeah, not we're not going west. We're going north, Bill. We're we're headed uh, I, I, most likely we're headed to Ulster County. So uh Okay. Gonna rename yeah, it Ulster get, County. Get an old barn and then all you have to worry about is chicken shit all over your cars. Uh yeah. Well <laughs> right now I mean the birds poop on my car. It's a dark right. car. They love it. It's a good target. Right. So I want to confirm what you've been saying about the beamer drivers. I've been saying it for at least ten years. The BMW drivers are the worst, most aggressive, most inconsiderate. I think the uh, numbers bear out. I, th- I think you're right. I mean, I mean, I've said this before, and I know people who own BMWs, they're good people. They get rankled when I say that. They don't like it. And I apologize. Maybe you're the, uh, what's that expression? Uh, the, uh, the exception that proves the rule. That one? <laughs> But a lot of them are just really aggro assholes. They're just really, they're really, really like, you know, you're not moving fast enough for them. And then the Audis, I don't see it so much with Mercedes. I mean, although there was an incident a few weeks back when Sweet Tea and I were headed north and this Mercedes was being driven in a very aggressive manner and doing the same thing, tailgating, passing people, um, getting in front of them with no real room to get in front of them and then weaving in and out of traffic like it was some kind of fucking Formula One race. Uh, right. And I'm tired. I'm, I'm really just tired of it. I just wish people would just calm the fuck down. And just because your car can go fast doesn't mean you have to make it go fast. And what's the big hurry? Where's the fire? You know, what's the hurry? What What are you trying to prove to everybody? I, I, I don't get it. It would be it would be good to actually talk. I wish someone who drives exactly like you're describing would call in so we could get into their minds. Because for the most part, we don't talk to those people. We see them whiz by and weave in and out, and that's we're done. Who are they really? Who are these people? Sorry, I just was channeling uh, Seinfeld for a minute there. But I had an idea many years ago. I wish I could I could have come up with a way to make this practical. But I had this idea that because you have license plates with unique numbers on them, you make a system where you can dial the license plate number and reach the car that the license plate is attached to. And then the person answers and you get to talk to them. I mean, would that be the coolest thing or what? Yeah, especially for for, uh, like stalking chicks. Well, no, Phil, that wasn't the intention. You've taken my innovation and you've made it seedy for some reason. Well, you know, that, that's what they do with everything. I mean, Twitter and Facebook. It's, oh, wonderful. Man. it's wonderful until people start using it. Well, I'm just saying, I want to be able to just dial somebody in their car because I have their, their license plate number. And when they answer, it'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why are you driving so fast? That would be awesome. Never going to happen. Just think of Chris, the murders I, it would I lead just to. Gotta, I, I'm sorry to interrupt the show, but uh, I uh, I have a request at work, and I have to get back to it. Well, listen, what's but more I'll, important? But I'll be listening. Me or work? Excuse me? I'm just saying goodbye. I just hung up on Phil before he could hang up on me. <laughs> it's kind of immature, I know.
It's Aerial View on thehoundnyc.com, and we have about 15 minutes more, maybe 17 minutes in the program if you want to give a call at 760-422-5528. And uh, I got to be honest, tonight I didn't really feel like doing a show. I was going to run a replay. I was kind of having a not a great day. It's been very, very humid here. Um, I busted my ass in this place yesterday. I was here from 10.30 in the morning till like 6 o'clock or 5.30 at night just rearranging everything and, and putting more stuff out and trying to utilize these shelves that went up and trying to display everything so you could see everything. And and then today there was a bunch of browsers in here and, and everybody was very complimentary. They always are. They always say, such a cool shop. You have such a cool store. I really love this place. I really love everything in here. And I make my standard joke. It's all for sale. You can take it home. <laughs> and then they don't. And you never know. You never know what the difference is. What's going to be the difference between people reaching into their pocket and not. Much smarter people than me have tried to figure out. All I know is I'm, I'm hanging in there. I'm going to try to shake it off. After I do the show, I'll head over to the bar. I'll have some pizza and beer and uh, go home, go to the apartment, I should say, our second home. Take a shower and get ready to do it all again tomorrow. Going to be back here early tomorrow to clean up the back room. If you saw the disaster that is the back room, you'd be weeping real tears right now. I always has been, I've always been a organized person and and I I don't want to lay it down to being a Virgo I'm not really terribly uh, I don't put a lot of stock in in, uh, astrology so I know Virgos are supposed to be organized but I just I like being able to find stuff when I need it that's why I'm organized I I hate having to hunt through piles of stuff to find anything and right now that's the way the back room looks. So I'll probably be back at it again tomorrow early, trying to straighten that out. I haven't had enough time to uh, go back there and, and, and do the mild uh, repairs that some things need to get them up and running, turntables that need cartridges attached and need alignment done on them and setups done on them and things that need to be tested before I can actually sell them to make sure they work. I got a bunch of vintage electronics down here. So there's, there's, there's a lot to do, and there never seems to be enough time to do it. But I, uh, I keep at it. I'm still in there swinging the bat, friends. And for that, I'm gonna, if I could, I'd reach around in my back and I'd pat myself. 760-422-5528. 760-I-CALL-AV. Let's get another call before the program is over and not from Phil. If at all possible, I do appreciate Phil calling, but... I just I wonder could I just do a call a talk show where there's only one caller ever and it's the same person? Has that ever been done? Is anyone doing that as a podcast? Probably. 760-422-5528. 760-I-CALL-AV. Down here at the store where I will be again on Saturday and Sunday noon to 5 p.m. The big Sawyer Motors Car Show is Sunday, 
beginning at 1 p.m., running till 6 p.m. As of right now, there is a 50% chance of rain. And I don't know if it's going to rain or not on Sunday, but there's going to be a lot of fellas here with their vintage cars. They probably don't want to get them wet. 760-422-5528. 760-I-CALL-AV is the number. And uh, if you want to give a ring, hopefully it'll go into the computer instead of to my phone. 760-422-5528. I was saying earlier, you know, I grew up in a car family. My dad was a mechanic. We always had cars around that we didn't think of at the time as classic or valuable or anything. They were cars. And um, I grew up appreciating the mobility that having your own vehicle represents. We all know that it's it's kind of a lie. It's just like time-saving appliances are a lie. Because you have to go and, and make the money to buy the time-saving appliances. you got to get a, go get a job so you can buy time-saving appliances. So it's a lie. And and the same thing about the vehicle representing mobility, but it's such it's such a part of the American persona. The idea that I can get in my car and I can drive from here to name the furthest point, Los Angeles, drive from here to New York, whatever it is, and there's no boundaries. No one's gonna stop me and ask for my papers. As long as I can afford the gas, I can go. Well, someday it'll be electricity. It's times like this I wish I had one of those newfangled electric cars because I see all these charging stations. Free charging. Free. You drive for free. I'm like, that's what I'd like to do about now. I would like to drive for free. Tired of paying to drive. I fill up that car with the premium. And, it, it you know, even well-tuned, it gets 19, 20 miles at a gallon. It's not like the greatest thing on gas. And the gas is $3.39 a gallon or $3.35 a gallon. It's and it's not cheap gas. So it costs. But still, I mean the car was cheap enough that it's fine. Don't cry for me, Argentina. How much time is left in the show now? Let's see. Ten minutes thereabouts. <laughs> So, uh, oh, there's a call. Let's say hello. Who is calling? Uh, it's me. You told me to call for crying out loud. You, you, you're not supposed to say that. Why can't you leave that between us? What the hell are you? <laughs> Hi, I'm a big fan. First time caller, long time listener. There you go. That's better. Much better. Okay. It sounds like Tom Crow. I asked, you you to, I asked you to call because we talked about cars last time. And now mm-hmm. I'm talking about cars again. So you're my go-to talking about. Like hey, I have, listen. I have a guy I talk to about the Supreme Court, but that's not you. No, I'm in a car speeding along at breakneck speed now. I don't know if you could hear that exhaust. I couldn't hear the exhaust. Uh, what, what car is it? Uh, it's a Impreza that's got headers and all kinds of junk done to it, so it's a little sporty. Nice. Is that a Subaru? Is that a Subaru? Yeah, baby. All right, I didn't a, sl- a slow Baru. Slow Baru. Hmm. 
Yeah. Never driven one. What are those like to drive? Uh, they're fun. I'm a passenger right now. My, this is my son's car. We're tooling around. You trust your son to get you there safely? Absolutely. All right. At breakneck speed. Breakneck. They call it that yeah. for a reason. That's right. Uh, so, well, uh, <laughs> what's cooking in your end of the world? Well, I had one of those desultory days where uh, I thought for most of the day I was going to make 75 cents, and then I had a last-minute sale of $30, so I made $30.75. And, uh, nice. Last ching Cha-ching. Last weekend, I had a really good weekend. I had a you know really, really, really good weekend. And I, I'm still not, uh, you know, I'm still not down with the ups and downs of this business. And you ran a business very much like this one. And mm-hmm. I think you have counseled in the past. There's going to be good days and bad days. It's going to be up and down. Got to ride yep, the wave. The roller coaster. Yep. I don't like roller coasters. Did I ever tell you that? Yeah, me neither. Yeah. I don't do that. You know, last time I was on a carny ride with one of my kids when they were little, and it was like something stupid, like a Ferris wheel. I think it was my son, and I was gripping the bar so tight that my knuckles were white, and all I kept looking at was like every nut and bolt that I could see because I've already seen the carnies that are schlepping around, you know, who assembled this traveling circus, and I'm like, this is not, this couldn't possibly be safe. Yeah, and they just had a derailment or something at uh, Great Adventure, didn't they? There was some new coaster and... Oops, turns out the back wheels weren't quite on the track. Oopsie daisy! <laughs> Sorry about that. That's a whoopsie, yeah. that's a whoopsie daisy. Mm-hmm. And then uh, wasn't there some other ride that like, oh, it was like a log flume ride and that thing got derailed somehow too. It's like, These things are always running off the rails, much like life itself. So Yeah, well, there's a lesson there somewhere. But, uh... Never mind the store. Let's talk about car show etiquette in the eight minutes or so that we have left because there's a big car show coming to town here, and it's been a while since I've been at a car show. What what is? Do you have a standard sort of a car show etiquette? Like, do you always ask the person if you could look under the hood? Do you ask them if you could look inside? Do you jump in and pretend you're going to drive it away? What do you do? Uh, I always... If it's if it's got a pretty paint job, I always stay far away. If it's if it's a rat rod and it's all rusty, then I'll I'll stick my head in the window if it's rolled down, you know. Um, okay. But yeah, most of the time, etiquette with with pretty cars, with shiny cars, especially cars that are um, trailered cars. So these cars never actually see the road. Um, you know, they get trailered from point A to point B, and the only time they run is when they get driven on or off the trailer. I got no patience for that kind of car show. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm more of like, you know, run what you brung kind of thing. Um, I am, so, too. I don't like the trailer queens, as they're called sometimes. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm more impressed by the guys who are built, not bought, than the guys who are like, oh, let me throw money at it and look what I got. You, you know? know, my dad used to complain about that stuff because my father was a master mechanic and he restored many uh, vintage automobile and he would fabricate parts that he couldn't find. He knew how to machine mm-hmm. stuff and he took great pride when he would go to a car show 
we went to one in Florida when I was visiting one time in Jupiter, Florida, where Rush Limbaugh used to score his drugs. And uh, I went to a car show with my dad, and he had like a 1929 Oakland, and he took a pretty high trophy. You know, I don't know if it was first or what it was in his category, but I remember him saying, you know, he, he, he would point at various cars, and he would lean over and say, that, that guy just paid somebody to do that work. That guy is, didn't do any of that work mm-hmm. himself. And he thought that mm-hmm. was kind of a cheat, you know? So should I ask that question? <laughs> yeah, I, it... I, 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 Go ahead. I agree with that. I think that's a cheat, yeah. you know? Um, and, 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 and I'm a big fan of, like I said, the built, not bought kind of reality mm. um, to make it more grassroots. But go ahead. I, I, I was going to ask if it's okay for me to ask that. Should I say to one of these fellows, hey, is this thing built or bought? Or is that insulting? Uh, I could see where some guys would go, would bristle at that. And the guy who's a craftsman who did it all in his, you know, shed out back and it took him 10 years to get her done, mm. you know, is going to, you know, beam at that. He's got to go, well, yes, I did everything, you yes. know? Um, but I like to hear the story, Yeah, you know, I like to hear the story. What's your, um, what's your favorite thing to see at the car show? Is it? You know, any particular make or model, or is it uh, any particular body style, or is it any particular, uh, you know, color or power plant or anything? What do you gravitate towards? I'm a big fan of over the top. I'm a big fan of the guy who's like running with no hood or cut a big hole in the hood because you've got a double blower on top of a big boy block on top of something that, you know, is just insane, that if you took it to the track on Friday nights, they'd be like, you know, you got a scatter shield on this clutch, and if they say no, then everybody backs up before you launch, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's that's the car that that, that I gravitate to. You know, it's kind of like what I'm, I'm planning. I have this nasty old 89 Chevy S10 that I was going to hot rod, you know, and then I changed plans, and I got this other hot rod thing I'm trying to piece together. But I don't want to give up the S10. So I saw this article where this guy, because they have four-cylinder engines in them, what they yeah. call an Iron Duke. And the Iron Duke had a marine application. They put them in a bunch of boats. Well, the marine application has a different crankshaft that effectively makes this little four-cylinder a stroker. Hmm. And what does that mean? That means you can squeeze you know, every ounce of horsepower out of this thing because the pistons are traveling a greater distance than they would normally. And... uh I want to put a blower on that. I want to put something I can barely see around when I'm driving because it's so big sticking out of the hood. Oh, um, I'm envisioning almost like a uh, Mad Max Road Warrior type of build, you know? Yeah. 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 I yeah like absolutely. That yeah. I'm down with that. I would help yeah. you wrench on that thing if you needed some help. Sure, man. Come on. Yeah. Come on out. I haven't done that in you a know. while. I'm not wrenching on my Mercedes. There's really nothing under there I want to you get know. involved with. So, and and not to not to toot a horn or anything, you know. Um, but there's a lot of us who do this kind of stuff without the benefits of a garage. Mm. I mean, you've been up to the hacienda, yes. Um, and I am lacking in an outbuilding, but that isn't stopping me. I have my own private little junkyard here in the woods, and you know, and just make it happen when I can. You know, there you go. Um, you yeah, got to be resourceful. Yeah, that's yeah, part of the uh, charm. 
part of the excitement is exactly being a little resourceful. Right. Yeah. Wow. Right, and getting by with a little help from your friends. The the hot rodder group, you know, the hands-on DIY guys are are famous for, you know, they have uh, accumulated all these parts that maybe they're not going to use, but it was too good to throw away. And so when you're talking and you say, hey, you know, I need a, you know, whatever, a flux <laughs> inverter. They, oh, yeah, I got a flux inverter. Here you go. Man. Here you go. Hold it on. It's man. yours. And then maybe you'll help them out somewhere down the road with a part. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know what we've done? We've killed a perfectly Kill, good killed show. Killed eight yet. minutes. Yeah, that's what we did. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, TC. You're very welcome, Someday sir. we'll meet in person again, you know. But uh, yeah. I appreciate you uh, joining the program at my behest. Thanks again. I, and I do apologize for getting back to you so late, but I, I had my phone silenced because we were at a function, my son and I, it's so we had to right. be cool. I got about yeah. 20 seconds. I'm going to say goodbye. All right? All right, goodbye. Go, goodbye. goodbye. There goes Tom Crow. And uh, stay here. The Hound Howl will return. And then again, uh, Sunday, crashing the party at 5 p.m. Eastern. <laughs>